podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Franny Benali, and you're listening to In That Number. And then they lift one over the top for Danny Ings. He's in the box. Oh, on to his left foot. Brilliant. Oh, it's a for checking out In That Number with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt 84 Follow the show at Number Podcasts on Twitter, In That Number Podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of In That Number, episode 84. Uh, this week, we will be previewing the season with a very special guest, Matt Markstone from Southampton Delivery Podcast. We're going to chat pre-season signings, kits, sponsors, most probably, uh, predictions and heaps more. We also have the thoughts of Matt Swallow to help us preview our first opponent's Crystal Palace at Salhurst Park next weekend. Uh, but before our guest, my co-host, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. All right, Kev, you bender. All right, Ray, you juicy quim. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. How are you? Yeah, grand. Um, it doesn't seem like a week since we've uh, been talking to each other. It's kind of flown by. Really? Um, well, yeah. Um, the academic year has started, so, um, yeah. Busy, Gonna busy. Going to be busy again, yeah, and I don't know... When I'll be able to take a break from it, but hopefully soon. But the weather's been nice, at least. It's, it's kind of, that it's, you, I've kind of accepted that it's autumn already, that summer's over. And so, you know, 20 degrees in the day, a little bit chilly at night, but just generally fine. It's getting a bit chilly now over here, yeah. but, but it's winter today. Busy. It's good. It's been all right. It's been busy again. But um, I had, you know, I had a dream the other night that I wanted to share, right? Oh, God, it's not dirty, is it? No, not this time. Um <laughs> Right, Saints, yeah. It was a dream about Saints. We beat Brentford in the FA Cup third round. Ooh. It was nice. It was a nice dream. But but you know what? That's where my mind's at. It's like most people dream of their team winning the World Cup or the league or something, but not me. I had a oh. vivid dream about Saints reaching the fourth round of the FA Cup. You know? oh, yeah, that's a wet dream and a half, isn't it? <laughs> but that was it. I thought I'd share that. So if, if we do, in fact, draw Brentford in the Cup, there you go. Stake, stake your entire savings on it. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, before we get going with uh, with our guests, I just want to say to you, Kevin, that last week completely slipped my mind. Uh, our predictions from last season was won by you. Yes, just, yeah, just, it was. just, just. Um, by mm. virtue of, of of Paris Saint-Germain going further than Man City in the Champions League, that was it. But uh, but yeah, well done. Um, I guess I'll have to yeah. get you next time. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll have to make the rules a lot clearer this season. Um, for what points go for what and how we decided in the event of a tiebreaker and that sort of thing. But it was very interesting. Yes, it was close. It was close in the end. Mm. Um, anyway, 
let's bring in our guest, host of Southampton Delivery Podcast, Matt Markstone. Matt, welcome back to In That Number. Yeah, thanks for having me back, guys, even after my uh, poor Champions League prediction, which uh, you were <laughs> oh, so yeah. kind of to remind me of in, in the chat there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> no, no, you, that's that's. Uh, that's that's what it's for i, mean, I think yeah, you I said actually it. said yeah i'm gonna say i don't think Bayern munich are gonna win the champions league because they don't score enough i think their uh <laughs> yeah semi-final was pretty uh i do i do just want to <laughs> say like at the point that i said that they did start off pretty poorly and then they went through a couple of changes um and when i saw when i said that they had just lost to arsenal in the preseason right. friendly where they had mostly their first team out so I would say yeah. that's I'm just trying to cover myself a little bit, but there's no real coming back from that. I don't think that was understandable. Understandable. Who did you predict to win the Champions League? I think Manchester City. Yeah, we both did, Matt. We both oh, went Man City. Yeah, but yeah, it seemed like a safe option. Like it didn't seem like a crazy thing to say at the time. <laughs> no, certainly not. Um, still doesn't. I was having a chat with Kev before we come on, actually. And is this your hat trick appearance? Or is this your fourth? I can't remember. That's a good question. I, I know for sure it's been three. This might be four. I'm not sure. Ah, then we, Okay, we well, didn't send a match ball to, uh, to you last time, so maybe we should get it out to him now, Kev. Okay, yeah. In that All number right. ball, winging its way to Southern California right now. All right, all right. Well, I'll send one as well. <laughs> yes. our, our balls are on their way. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> if you want to just send a picture instead, it might get here faster, given everything's going on with the post office. Uh, yeah, but, you know. um, yeah, anyway, let me start off by saying thank you for joining us today, because like, when I asked you, I was really, really selfish and I completely forgot about the time difference. And I thought, yeah, one o'clock would be fine. It should be should be cool. <laughs> Didn't realize that you what is it? you're eight hours behind. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, don't worry about it. It's totally, totally good. It's it's getting me ready for the season because next weekend I'm going to have to be up uh significantly earlier than than normal uh just to be ready for the game but but yeah don't worry about it I, it's my pleasure to come on here and chat with you guys and i appreciate the the invite all right we we, we love having you on one of one of our uh one of our favorites yeah you sound incredibly fresh for 5 a.m i'd be like the walking dead <laughs> i went to bed early last night uh on, on purpose i went to bed yeah. about 8 30 so you know i i gotta do my my homework before otherwise otherwise it doesn't work yeah we, we, we've chatted via social media text and but we haven't actually spoke probably since the pandemic um and the, the wildfires as well so how is everything in your part of the world now well where i live specifically we're okay we're not on fire um we're kind of we do have a, a high number of uh coronavirus COVID-19 cases uh, in in the area where I live, especially in the area where I teach, where all the kids come from, from my school, we're, we're one of the, the hot spots uh, in, in our county. So we're kind of, we're kind of stuck in terms of reopening. We're, we're kind of frozen right now, but um, you know, fire wise, I have some family up North that are dealing with it. Uh, we did have a, like a week and a half worth of just uh, kind of a smoke so bad that you couldn't, you weren't supposed to go outside and do anything. But that's cleared up because the winds are, are back kind of pushing it inland, which is still not great. But, um, you know, we're OK. The rest of the state, it, you know, the, the, I think the second and third largest fires in California history, both of them are burning right now, which is oh, wow. just in, insane. It's crazy. Yeah, with me and Kevin actually have a buddy that lives where well, he lives near you. I think it's near you anyway. My, my California geography is not great. I'm um, Santa Cruz. OK, yeah, he lives he lives up north a little bit, but that's that's a nice place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and he, he's he's posted pictures up on his um, Instagram and stuff. So I've seen what's going on and watching the news and stuff. It just looks horrific. It doesn't look real to me. It just it's yeah, right. Wow. 
Well, and he's kind of uh, there is a fire, a couple of fires near him, and he's kind of stuck because he's got you know just a just a couple of ways out of of the beautiful place where he lives. So hopefully he's doing all right. He seems to be yeah. fine. Yeah, twenty twenty's really got it in for us, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's almost over, right? Can it just be done? Yeah. Oh, we nice. don't know what's coming next. Um, what sort of provisions have you got for the, in the school then? Like um, going back, is it sort of back to normal, or are there quite a few changes? No, no. So normally uh, the kids come every day. We have a, a seven period day, and so I would I would teach five classes and uh, have about 180 kids uh, a day in, in contact with them. Uh, and we've gone back completely uh, virtually. And the students are only coming to class two days a week. Um, so I only teach each class, each class period once a week. So huge change from like 180 uh, or 185 con- or 180 contact days with the kids each year to just uh, it'll wind up being something like 32 contact days with each kid. So it's a huge, huge cut in what we're what we're doing. So um, I'm completely on Zoom. Um, if you're on campus, you have to wear a mask all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, most most people aren't coming to campus. Most people are teaching from home. I am going in because it's I have two kids who are zooming and a wife who's home during the day. And so it's just like if I get out of here, I can concentrate and leave it at work. Otherwise, it just turns into all day work and home. It doesn't 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 work out for me. Yeah, very very wise wise choice. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> but I have been able to ride my bike in, which is nice because uh, like I can just change my shirt when I get there, and nobody has to see that I'm wearing shorts. So. It's been. And they're it's been all nice. masks. They won't be able to smell you anyway. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and we're and we're on Zoom. It doesn't matter. So it's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, before we get into Saints and their preparations, I just want to discuss the new laws regarding VAR. If you are interested. Um, yeah. Referees will be encouraged to use their pitch side monitors instead of relying on voices from Stockley Park. Now, Kev. I like no, this idea more, but I'm guessing you're going to hate it because of the time it's going to take. Uh, I mean, it takes time anyway, doesn't it, when they're sat in Stockley Park? But, I mean, if they've got a little short video they can show him, uh, they can make the decision on the spot. That's fair enough, I think. Um, it'd be great if the fans were involved in it so that they could see what the referee no. does as well. I don't like that. No? No. I, I mean, it's, it, it, I've said it so many times before, but it's like it's like the NFL. You go under a hood and you, you, you view it. It's just up to the referee. The fans don't get a say in that. And I think if it's the right decision, I don't care how long it takes. NFL games take long anyway. So as long as, there, as, long as it's the right decision, I'm okay You know my attitude towards the NFL in general anyway. But um, you, I mean, you, you've been to a match when there have been VR decisions. And it's just... Sure. Uh, it's, it just slows the game down. There's no excitement to okay, it. Okay, well, maybe but, then I mean, they, should, they should look into getting some cheerleaders to, you know... <laughs> <laughs> while while they're looking at VAR checks, just get get the get the girls out and bit, bit of pornography or something. Just keep, keep, keep them busy. <laughs> I mean, US TV coverage generally will broadcast some rather large, pale man with no shirt at, <laughs> at during any any commercial break. So, uh, you know, why, yeah. we'll just do more of that. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, and in regards to offsides, uh, previously we weren't allowed to see the lines drawn on the screen. Uh, sorry, we were allowed to see the lines on the screen, but now they're going to stop that in hope for less, you know, controversy, I suppose. But it's just a can of worms because, I, I mean, after the broadcast, we're going to see that anyway. Is it, is it just like delaying that anger? Because if there's an offside decision that goes against you and then you're going to see it after the game, it's going to make it worse, surely, as opposed to seeing it there. And then I don't know. I mean, I, I, 
I think the only way that, we're, that the studios are going to show those lines if it backs up their decisions and if it proves that the officials were wrong, they're not going to be so eager to show it. I don't think there's going to be any controversy removed at all. I mean, I could just go up to my television with a tape measure and do it myself, couldn't I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just trying to take away as much controversy as they possibly can, I guess. Nah, it's not going to happen. Trying to make VAR appear more successful than it is. I think it's weird because... You know, they they were they were going for transparency before, and now that they're, I mean, it, it <laughs> yeah. didn't work. But now that they seem to be removing that, so whether or not it actually is 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 doing that, it, that's what it looks like, and that's not great. Um, and I and I'm not sure. I mean, my only experience with being in a stadium is I couldn't get my phone to send a text message, let alone like <laughs> download a video from the internet. Yes, so that's true. <laughs> I I don't know how many fans are sitting there looking at the at the lines on their phone and then looking up and saying yelling at the referee saying you got it wrong like i don't i don't know if that's the thing I, I don't know but um i mean on tv last year you could see him actually being drawn i think they said they're only going to show it if it if it does back up the referee's yeah. decision but um i, I mean I, I don't know how much good that's going to do i i would say i am a, i am kind of a fan of of the referee going to the the monitor only for the the reason that he has seen it live or she has seen it live and so then they can use the 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 video that they're going to look at to kind of meld that with what they've already seen versus the guy in, in, in the booth way, you know, on the other part in some other part of England is looking only at the video. And so that, it, that could yeah. be uh, maybe a little bit different. That's my only, that's the only positive I can see. Um, some of our referees can take them a while to get there. Um, next time we have the new <laughs> fitness test, like from a corner flag to the box or to, to the hood and back um, that they're going to have to, to practice that. A <laughs> yeah, of times. that's but, true. Uh, that that would give me a fine, according to several books that I've read about. Uh, if I if I was a player or a manager and said that about a referee, but it would. I won't name anybody. <laughs> um, and I think we're going to see more penalty retakes uh, this season because of this VAR. Now we'll now monitor whether or not a keeper has moved up his line. Or encroachment, I suppose, as well. Encroachment, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I had to look at this again because I wasn't sure. I mean, I thought that was the rule anyway. I mean, I thought if if it, if the keeper moves off his line or if there is any encroachment, then the, the referee's going to say, well, there's a retake. And I thought, well, if VAR are going to look at this, and I thought, is it going to be a situation where, I don't know, James Ward-Prowse puts it in the bottom corner, keeper comes off his line, referee says retake it, and he takes it and misses it. But apparently VAR are only going to look at it or make him retake it if the penalty was missed. Not much of a difference there, then. Yeah, I think and the, the keeper has to play some part in that. I think, I think if they completely miss the target, Without the keeper doing anything, even if they're out their line, they won't they won't make them redo it. It'll be a, I'm glad Vieira wasn't around yesterday for the uh, you know yeah. would have gotten England oh, goal yeah. because Kane was onside, but it also may have gotten James Ward-Prowse in some trouble given the uh, oh, the penalty scuff, the, yeah, the fantastic penalty scuff, which I just I saw it in real time. That's the only I turned the game on for the last five minutes. I saw the best the best part. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and he was just doing it. I'm like, he's doing it again. Like he's just over there. Like talk, like he has no business being in that no. position, and he's just. He's just going for it. So I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully behind the James Ward Prowse uh, stuff. I appreciate that. I mean, how many, how many players, Kev, are we going to see that take a penalty and sky it and be like, oh ref, he's moved off his line. You need to look at that. <laughs> oh no, God. It's gonna be I painful. think, I think if uh, you know, I, I, I know in the in MLS and stuff, if they, they, they're not allowed to make the, uh, the, the, the TV box gesture at the referee at all, and I think that's the same in the Premier League. So yeah, they definitely that. won't be able to do it this year. TV box, imaginary card. Yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Gonna have to look at VAR to see if he's making the VAR sign. Yeah, have to learn sign language to make sure he's not doing it in sign language. 
Well, I mean, I mean, in, in England, right? The, the two fingers up, the V. That's not. That's a bad sign, right? So if you see nice. people doing that, that's that'll be. Like, I'm just doing VAR, man. Just check VAR. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Okay. Now let's um let's get on to why we're here, Saints. Um, actually, Kev, last time we recorded, news broke while we were recording that Mario Lamina and Harrison Reed both joined Fulham. That's fucking typical, isn't it? Because, I mean, we were catching up with news from the previous four weeks that we'd missed out on. And the day that we do it all week, it took ages to collate all this news that we had together. And the biggest part of news happened while we were recording. Yep. So, yeah, brilliant. So we missed out on that. Another little bit I want to talk about. A Carabao Cup second round draw will be made today. Actually, the third round will also be made with it. Um, it's split into the north and south sections, um, but will remain unseeded. Uh, changes to the cup competition this season. We'll see a single-legged semi-final as well. Um, we are ball number 21 in the south, if you are looking out for that. And incidentally, the blue lot up the road are number 19. So who knows? Um, second round tyres will be played on the 15th and 16th of September. That's the Tuesday or Wednesday after the Crystal Palace game. So that'll be our second game of the season. That's very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that'll be after the Brentford game. Brentford Wickham, I think it is today. So after that, they're going to be showing the uh, the, 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 the cup draw live. Uh, Kevin, shall we go to the... Brentford. Brentford. Yeah, yeah, there we go, yeah. Shall we go to the uh, transfer roundabout? Let's hop on. <laughs> then the transfer uh, roundabout uh, so arrivals then Kyle Walker-Peters for 12 million quid from Spurs and Mohamed Salisi from Real Valladolid for 10.9 million uh, departures we got Pierre Mohoiberg of course for Spurs for 15 million Harrison Reed as we said Mario Lamina on loan um, with an option to buy if they can avoid relegation Alfie Jones left on Friday night to hold City and of course, Ali Nisi already switched to Celtic until the end of the season. Tyreek Johnson also at Hartford Athletic. Matt, are you happy with the business? Firstly, for Walker Peters and Salisu. Yeah, yeah, I'm to totally happy with people coming in. Um, I, I would think that potentially another central midfielder would be in order, just given the fact that we're going to head into this, uh, basically hoping that uh, the three of, of Smallbone, Ward Prowse and Romeo don't get injured and or booked and or whatever and <laughs> that that's a bit of a worry. Um, but yeah, Romeo's going to have more minutes this this year, so he's going to pick up more yellow cards. You feel? Yeah. Although I did see something. He doesn't have a red card. No, nope, never, which, never been sent off. You know that? I mean, that's that is truly professional. Mm. Um, you know, get stuck in in the, the first right ten thing. minutes. That's it, and then then turn it back. And, and yeah, and it gives the the commentator something to talk about other than that that nine nil defeat. So uh, you know the fact that he gets a yellow card and then he's going to be having trouble the rest of the game. He'll have to watch himself, and that's what he'll do. But um, yeah, I, I, I've been really happy. I think I think Kyle Walker Peters was a was a was a really good signing for us. Um, I still think I still I mean yeah I can still see us improving somehow uh, w with a couple of players, but they're going to have to be decent players. I, I don't think we need more uh, squad depth necessarily uh, at, at most places. Hmm. Um, listening back to what Ralph said at the end of last season, he said he was looking to add two or three more additions to the squad. Um, but it really mm -hmm. depends on who leaves. We haven't lost a defender, but we've brought in essentially one, if you don't include Kyle Walker-Peters. 
and we've lost three midfielders and not replaced any of them. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm hearing reports that they're not actively looking, but if an opportunity falls at them, then they're going to take it. That's not how transfers work. Go out and get someone. Yes. Yeah, I think we, we still, I think I would, I said before that I'd judge this uh, transfer window on more on who we get rid of than who we bring in. And we, I mean, we still got a few um, big names that need to go. I mean, big as in they're a big problem, like mm. Guido Carrillo and Wesley Hoot, for example. Oh, Wesley um, Hoot could be uh, nearing another uh, loan move to Anderlecht today. Because, <sighs> see, loan moves really piss me off because it's just nobody, kicking nobody the can down him. the road, isn't it? It is, but wow. nobody wants him. Just you can't, you can't. Release him. But then you have to take a loss, don't you? Uh, it's a big, it's going to be a big loss on Hoot. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I think you just have to determine, you know, it's kind of up to the, the player. I think with Jordy Classy, he still had some time on his contract, but he really wanted to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I think he, he would have agreed some sort of like minimal payout. Like you don't have to pay out the rest of his entire contract. And I, Wesley, who just seems like the kind of guy who's going to say, actually, you can pay me my entire salary that you promised when I signed this contract. And, and then like, uh, you know, wave to Les Reed who is on the other line listening, going like, I, you know, that good job, you know? Um, and then he's going to, he's going to, otherwise, otherwise we, and I think once, once the, uh, the loss we'll take will be kind of like less than the transfer fee we'll get for him, I guess, then I guess we'll just let it, let it go and, and mm. pay him off and, and let it, but, but you're right. We are just, we are just further kind of going into this and just kicking it down the road, but nobody who can afford him wants him and nobody who, uh, anybody who wants him just, just simply can't afford him, probably, and uh, it's, uh, that's just the mistakes we've made. And, and it looks like Carrillo could be headed back to uh, Argentina. Hopefully, I read that's in, right, yeah. in the Athletics. So uh, join now, Pellegrino Magic. Yes, uh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, but like you said before, the strength we need that strength in the middle of the park, um, and you don't just need squad players. We need the, you know the, the the quality in that middle. I I believe we do. Weston McKinney, how disappointed were you that that never came came about? I mean, I'm not sure I ever ever really believed it. I think I, I was I, I took Twitter off my phone, uh, especially during the transfer window. But just as a, I, I got a new phone and didn't put it on there on purpose, and I'm really glad because otherwise I would just get sucked into to all of that. And um, he, it almost seemed too perfect in terms of he's the the right age, the right profile, the type of player that might do well under Ralph. So it all seemed to fit. Um, but he was also going to be really really expensive and he's he's pretty he was pretty hyped up you know um but i I think uh, i think mckinney made a mistake maybe by going straight to to juve um really not that he can't not that he can't learn under pirlo but i think i think he would have developed more to ralph like ralph has a a more of a sure a a history of doing that in pirlo we haven't seen that from him and he's going to struggle maybe to get in there for consistent minutes um and and he's going to play in a team that at least in the league will you know, probably win a championship and that's, you know, you want to be a part of that. And I, I'm not sure I could turn down a, you know, if somebody said, Hey, you want to go to Juve? And it's probably like, yes, you know, I, I do. But, um, I think in terms of, of long-term, I think he could have gotten maybe a bigger move and maybe guaranteed himself a place in, in the starting lineup. Had he come to Southampton for two or three years developed and then, and then gone on. But that could be just me being a little bit bitter and I'll, I'll, I'll be okay with if somebody accused me of that. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like a, like a massive step, you know, this early. It's kind of like he's missed a step in his career. You know, your, your yeah. progression, you go from, I, don't, I mean, I don't know where he was in the MLS, and then you go to Schalke. I'm not saying the Saints are better than Schalke, but I'm saying a move to the Premier League is more 
you know, desirable than, than the Bundesliga and then perhaps go to a, to a big European club. But like you say, yeah, it's, it's a big, big step for him to do it. But yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I couldn't turn that move down. Go and, go and play with Pirlo in Juventus, challenge for titles, Champions League, playing with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. It, it's a dream. And the weather, right? Like, oh, yeah. The weather's probably kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Gun to your head, Matt. Are Saints bringing in any more players before this window shuts? No. Mm. I mean, and I'm not necessarily happy about it. And the, the transfer window does happen, but like, if I just had to say yes or no, I'd say I'd say probably not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I just can't see it. Just the, the way that they've been just not working at it. We're not here. It's, it is just all rumours, and it's nothing... There's no serious bids coming in, and you know their, their response to some of it has just made me feel a little bit underwhelmed by the whole thing. I'm not so, so sure. I think they, they could surprise us. I mean, maybe with a loan move for a, a midfielder from another, another Premier League club or something like that. I, I don't know. I, th- I think the club must understand that we, we are a man short in that, in that position, um, going on what Ralph said. Yeah, sure. I mean, Matt, I think... Most seasons, me and Kev have said the same thing about our defence, always need strengthening. But right now, now with news that Vestergaard could, you know, potentially, possibly is going to be staying, you have those four centre-backs. Now, you've got the solid uh, Stevens, Bednarek, you've got the backups of Salisu and Vestergaard. You've got Kyle Walker-Peters now settled, and you've got Jan Valer as a backup. You've got uh, Ryan Burchin on the left with Vokins as a, as a backup. Fine, that's OK. You've got Fraser Forster coming back into the mix as well in, in goal. I'm okay with the defence for a change. It's just that midfield. It just—it's not enough for me, and I think they are going to struggle in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I just worry about—I just worry about the number of minutes. Uh, we've seen Ward Prowse play all of the minutes, you know, and then you, if he's going to be in the in, in the England squad as well, that that's just that's adding to it. And I just think that's a lot of that—that that could be the the spot where the team starts to crack a little bit and late in games and, and things like that. And I guess you could move guys like like Armstrong back there if you needed to, but I I don't I don't think that's where he would is best to, to play. And I, I do worry about that. I worry about that midfield. I think um, I mean I, as long as Adams kicks on a little bit, I think the the front will be fine too. I do, we can't rely on Danny Ings to score that many goals again. I I would never expect him to score that consistently just because that was a, a ton of goals, but. Uh, he's totally capable of it, but that's just that's just a lot to say. We're definitely going to get that from him. I think is a mistake to think that. But absolutely, yeah, I, I have to say the midfield is probably probably that that spot where if we're gonna if we're gonna improve the team, if we're gonna solidify the team, it's got to be there. And I would want it, like I said earlier, I would want it to be somebody who's going to start ahead of Romeo. Not that I don't like Romeo, but I think um, the player would have to be of that quality if if we're going to spend the money on 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 them to bring them in. Um, I just don't think it's worth doing other than that. Yep, nail on the head. I think, well, if not, we're probably going to see a lot more minutes from the likes of Smallbone and Slattery. Yeah, but they're not quite ready for it yet, I don't feel. Well, I mean, you you know, cup games and uh, maybe games against a weaker Premier League opposition. Let's see how they do. I don't but, think that, I don't think that exists for Saints, does it? <laughs> well, <laughs> there aren't any other options, are there? No. I was going to say we might see this really early on because we have that that Carabao Cup game coming up almost immediately, and so yeah, right from the go we're going to be playing three games a week, and and that may and since we're still in the middle of the transfer window, that may Ralph may be able to like look at at the at the board and say, hey, look, you know, like the, we we need reinforcements now, 
and, and that may that may that may kick things on. So uh, yeah. we'll I'll, I'll say that there there is hope uh, in terms of that, but and we'll definitely understand what Ralph is thinking when uh, when we see that lineup for for the midweek game, you know, right away. Yes. So I think yes. I'll, I'll 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 stand to kind of change my tune if if we see that uh, from him. Um, okay, so the kits. Then I want to talk about the kits. Um, firstly, what do you make of the new kit? I don't know if I can wear a sash, but I do like them. They think they look very, very nice. Um, better than the black box of uh, uh, across the top uh, from last year. Yeah. Um, I think they look very nice, and I thought that on the old uh, the old logo, you know, the old sponsor. I thought they did a much better job this season of making it look, you know, uh, acceptable. And then, of course, now it's gone. So, uh, well, yeah, that, which, that, which brings me on to my next question: What do you what do you make of this whole sponsorship debacle? I think I I can say for sure that you feel quite strongly about this one. I'm Good. Not, yeah, I'm not happy about it. Um, I I wrote probably the angriest newsletter I've ever written, <laughs> and it was not the planned. Uh, it was not planned. It was not supposed to be that. And it and it was I was actually sitting in a staff meeting on Zoom and just kind of like was thinking about something and just went, ah, screw it. And here we go. And, um, yeah, so I'm not happy. I think the club have, have made a mistake and I'm, I'm not going to let them, uh, kind of, kind of get off with this because they, they made a mistake in signing with LD sports. They went after Mm -hmm. that tiny little bit of extra money and, and now have, you know, and LD sports have obviously gotten out of the deal and and there was no break clause. So maybe saints are going to recoup that, but the money to me, isn't the important thing. Um, oftentimes these sponsorships, uh, they are important. They are the second or third largest revenue stream for the, uh, for, for clubs behind TV broadcast deals. And then, um, depending on your match day revenue, which I think broadcasting just edged that for saints in in recent seasons. Mm -hmm. But, but the, that little bit of extra money, the extra million and a half pounds a season is not worth taking that sort of risk. And now to have to go with a, a sports betting company it generic just, it, yeah it, it doesn't it, i don't like it and uh, my wife doesn't it doesn't really agree with me on this she's kind of like why do you why do you care and it's just like i, I think for for me like yes clubs and sponsors they want fans to spend money and they want them to use their products and things like that but but really like you know if if we're using virgin media i mean they provide uh, a number of services that people can actually benefit from that like, you know, kids can benefit from internet. Like it, we're all going to school, things like that. I think that like those are the types of things you can do And the sports betting. Like what are people really getting out of it other than trying to, to fulfill some, I mean, there is, there is a rush there and things like that, but I just don't, I just don't want to see that advertised with us. And I was really happy with us being one of the clubs that didn't use those things. Um, and, and now, now we're just one of, of, of a plethora of teams who have that on the front of their shirts and and the fact that the UK doesn't allow them to be pub, uh, printed on on kids shirts just says it all. Like you know, it's not it's not good enough uh, for me for the club to be doing that. And and yet here we are doing this. And granted, it's a one year deal, and I understand yeah. that that money's important and all that stuff. But I just I, I think the 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 reason that we're in this position, the club have made a mistake. They got a little bit greedy and they tried to get uh, a little bit too much, and they fell into that kind of popular thing of going with the, the I guess the uh, the hype from China trying to get into this and 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 this is this is where we're at and I think the club I, I expect the club to do better in thinking long term and we see this with our transfers that you know we're in this situation where you have to like kick the can down the road and that's what we've done with this too just kicked it further down the road and hopefully we set up with a, with another sponsor that 
uh, isn't a sports betting company and, uh, you know, that we can be happy with again. But uh, I, I can say I won't be buying a shirt this year. And it's it's unfortunate because the shirts, like I said, are, are very nice. Um, but I, I won't be purchasing one with the with the that logo on there or that that sponsor on there. And that's just how it's going to be, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like a like a panic thing, wasn't it? And like you said, the, the only the, they've only got it for the year. Um, I'm not as as high on it as you are. I don't have a, a strong opinion as, as you are. But again, I, I didn't want it to be same old generic Premier League kit because of that. Um, I, I will say, though, that I don't often talk about Portsmouth in, in a good light, but Portsmouth had the University of Portsmouth on their shirts. Mm-hmm. I, I've always liked things like that, that do things locally, support your local companies and put and put those on your, on the front of your shirt. Why can't Southampton do I know, I'm guessing, I know it's the money, but... If it's only the one-year deal, do something like that. Put, well, put, put Southampton, um, the Saints Foundation on it or something. Yeah, Just, so one of the things that I said, and I understand that it's a thing, but even if, if you know that there's no break clause and there's a good chance you stand to recoup some of this money for the season, you know, maybe you just get this season's money worth of it, uh, worth of the, the deal, then, I mean, given everything that the UK and the, the world has gone through, why not slap the NHS on the front of it and, and yeah. win over your fans and and – like kind of neutral fans around around the, the the country if you do something like that and and I mean I think at that point you miss a little bit of it because I think even people who would have already purchased a, a shirt with the old logo on it would have been more than happy to purchase another one with the NHS knowing that sure. we're not charging them for this and this is just a way to to do that and I think I think a lot of people would have been happy with that it would have made me you know, another moment where I mean, I've written in the past where the team, the club has made me proud in so many ways for the work that they did during the pandemic and everything else and mm-hmm. things they do on and off the pitch. And then they did this and that just it just kind of pissed me off. So I think they missed it. And I understand money is important and it's not like a, I'm living in a, a rainbows and unicorns kind of world. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, I think it, I think I think that's that, that's a possibility they could have done and, and they didn't. Yeah. And Kev, you said last week that you would much rather have gone the whole season without a sponsor. Then yeah, this on. yeah. I, I mean, I love the no logo shirt from uh, the 2010 season that we had. Um, yeah, but I don't see why we can't do it again. Or you know, failing that, go go back to Virgin Media. I mean, they did so much in the community, and I understand they still are. Um, anyway, they've been you know had quite good links with the club. Um, yeah, or any of the options that that Matt mentioned there um, would have been much better. For, for the want of a, f- a few million quid, you know. That's a new midfielder, Kev. <laughs> is, is it? That's like, <laughs> no. you know, that's that's a left arm of a new midfielder, isn't it? Yes, unfortunately it is. Um, anyway, moving on from, from the, the shabby kit. Um, pre-season then, Matt, did you catch any of the Swansea highlights? Or I understand we played Fulham yesterday and, and lost 2-1. But the Swansea game, 7-1 win, did you did you catch any of that? I saw the goals. Yes, uh, I was pretty impressed. I liked I liked all of it. Um, I think the first goal with with Kyle Walker Peters showing some strength and in, in getting to that ball, I, I liked that from him. Um, and then I, I mean, I think my favorite goal was Bertrand, uh, just yes. because it hits the underside of the crossbar. Mm. Uh, but I thought uh, I thought overall overall from from just from the highlights, obviously we didn't see all of it. Uh, Saints looked pretty good, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, I'm not sure we looked as good against uh, Fulham. Fulham yesterday, but we lost. I wonder if Harrison Reed and Mario Lemina ran us into the ground or not. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, that's that's my one 
that's my one like fear is that <laughs> the Saints will go let let Lamita play and then uh, which I don't think they have that choice in the league, but uh, and then he just has you know one of the games of his life and that would be uh, fitting I guess. It's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. I also didn't realize that that Harrison Reed and Mario Lamita are only a year apart in age, which I did not realize. That's uh, crazy, isn't it? Reed's twenty five, Lamita's twenty six, but I just find that to be absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. Oh, as I say, yeah, yeah. Lot, lots of international duty. Well, lots of players were on the international duty yesterday, so I'll, I'll try not to get carried away with this one. You know, right. it, it was just for the minutes and, and, and fitness, etc. But um, after that Swansea game, I was that was it. I was like, yep, yeah, Saints are definitely going to win the league now. now yeah. <laughs> plus, wait, 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 wait for it. Both Ings and James World Prowse took a penalty and scored. I know it's fucking great, right? <laughs> Oh, you know, I put mm. when Danny Ings come on, uh, come. You know this, Kev, because I sent it to you. When yeah. Danny Ings came on, I actually put some money on Danny Ings to score the first goal yesterday, and then we had the penalty, and I thought he's going to take it. He's going to let Ings take it. Why would they do that? I don't know, <laughs> because I was it's shouting. Manchester City players can't can't <laughs> score them. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but hey, doesn't matter. Um, okay, so we're going to do some predictions. I have a question. Did oh, you use on. sportsbet.io? I did not, no. Well, I used I used yeah. my uh, my Skyvet account, which, by the way, I only put a small amount in a season, and I, once I've gone over it, that's it. I will not put any more in. I've never had a problem with gambling, so I'm always... When the fun stops, you stop. Yeah. Well, the fun never starts for me, so that's why I never put any more in. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, predictions. I've got a little predictions game for you two. Well, I think I'll join in as well. Um, it's just a little over-under, just for fun. Don't worry, Kev, this won't count for our um, our contest. Um, so I'm just going to shout out a topic, give you a number. You're going to tell me if it's over or under. Uh, last season, we scored 51 goals. Over or under? Over. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I want to say over as well. Oh, okay, I'm going under. Okay. I'm going to say under. 51, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, goals conceded, 60. I don't want to say over, so I have to say under. <laughs> I'm going under because of that 9-0. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, under again. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So all under. Brilliant. Uh, nine clean sheets. I'm going to go... say oh, exactly go the same. You're going to go under? No, I'm going to go nine clean sheets again. No, you, you can't say the same, by the way. You've got to go over or under. Ah. It's, called, right, over. it's called over or under. It's not called over or under or the same. What if it is the same? <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. All right. Over it is. Over nine clean sheets. Yeah, I have to say, yeah. I have to say, under like that, I, it's hard to imagine us. I mean, that's a lot. I, I guess I didn't think about that. That that's a lot of that's a lot of clean sheets. I think it was. Yeah, right? it, it, I think we got quite a few of them at the end after after the restart, didn't we? I know we yeah. started off with the Norwich one, didn't we? The clean sheet. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm going under. Well, uh, I'm gonna stay with over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kev, you go first on this one. Fifteen wins. Over. I'm going under. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, just, I'm doing math in my head. I think I'm cheating here because um, that's 45 points, right? If, mm-hmm. if we're gonna get, I mean, I can't oh, see us getting hell. 10 draws, right? Like that seems like a lot. I can. But there's 38 games. Ah, hell, can, I'll go can, over. I, I'll go oh, over. I can see a lot yeah. of draws this season. I don't. I don't want to see those. That's, that's not no. why I get up this early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what I'm here for. I bring everybody down. Yeah, definitely, oh. definitely under 15 wins. I, I don't think we're going to do that. That's sensible. I would say like, don't worry. Like after this week, nobody will care. But then you'll you'll, you'll bring it up again. In the chat, no, so, yeah. no, I won't because I'm not right. I'm not writing this down. It's fine. 
Okay, all right. Unless unless I listen back to it, of course. But yeah, we'll, we'll check in next year. Yeah, <laughs> forgotten by them. Okay, Matt Romeo picking up five yellow cards. Over. Yeah, I'm gonna say over just because of the game time. Yeah. Yeah, unless we get another solid midfield signing, it's got to be over, isn't it? It's got to be over, right? But I mean, just just Ward Prowse got more yellow cards than him last season. Yeah, Romeo didn't even get suspended. No. But then again, yeah, as I say, he wasn't playing a lot. He's going to play. He's going to need to play a lot more. Okay, yeah. uh, team red cards. We had four last season. I'm going to go over. Ooh, okay. This is going to be a really, really depressing season if all, if all my results are coming out. <laughs> yeah, under, under, under. Oh, I think Romeo's going to get one this year. Yeah, but I, I don't think Bertrand will do it again. Well, Danso got the other one, didn't he? Right. He, like, we just had some some real. Jeanette, uh, I think. Mm, yeah, no, I'll go under. Even under. even though I think there's there's definitely the chance that it'll happen again, but uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. Okay, uh, Danny Ings scored 22 goals, so I, I don't think he's gonna get anywhere near that because that'll be easy to say under. So I'm, I'm gonna give you the total of 15, just in the Premier League, I might add. Um, under. I'd like to be proven wrong. I'd be really. I'm gonna say over, but I I'm not sure how. I wouldn't put any money on it. Not even, no, no. But if you put a gun to my head, I'd say over. Ooh. I'm going to go under. Of course, okay. I'm going under. <laughs> um, James Ward-Prowse goals, five. Over. He's going to have, because he's going to have to get forward more. He's going to have to play. A, a, he's going to have to. And he's probably, hopefully, going to take some penalties. Yeah, he's going to be the, um, he's going to be the penalty, penalty taker, surely. So yeah, I'll, I'll take over. I'm going to say over as well. I am going to agree with you. I'm going to go over. Okay. And you know he's going to be on the field for longer stretches than, than Danny Ings right. to take those penalties. And, you know, he's still deadly with his free kicks, of course. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go over. I'm going to over five. Uh, Redmond goals, four. Please be over. Yeah, you have to say over. I'm, I'm going to go under. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to go under four. I don't, I don't He's not a goal scorer, is he? He's, when has he ever he scored? He's the season before. Yeah, but he only got seven, didn't he? No, it's more than that. No, seven in the Premier League. Do you think he's going to get uh, his his game time cut a little bit with with Gineppo potentially? No, I don't. I don't think so. I just think I think he's going to get a lot more assists this year. And I, I just don't, it, it's not a goal scorer for me. He, he's going to create a lot. I think he's going to play exactly as, as he did this season. I think I'll say over. over Still, four. I think I already said that. But um, Redmond scored uh, nine in all competitions, only six in the league. Oh, there you go. See, only six. I, mm. I said seven, but so it's not not great. So I'm going to go. Mm. I'm going to go. I'm tempted to say he's going to get four, but as I say, I can't say that. So I'm going to have to go under. Uh, um, no, I think uh, I'm over. You're going to go over. Okay, okay, okay that's fine. Um, Shay Adams goals four. Over. Yeah, definitely. I'm going over too. No, we wouldn't have said that at the end of last season, would we? No. Not until that restart. Yeah. Uh, Redmond assists. I'm going to give you five. Five. Five assists. Uh, can we get a statistic for, for last season? How many did you get last season? Five. <laughs> okay. Um, I think he got five. I don't know. Over? Okay. I'll go over two. Uh, Redmond had four in the league, it says, last year. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm, I'm going to say over. We're going to... Over. I, I, my my predictions are absolutely ridiculous. Like nobody's going to be able to take me seriously. But uh, I'm saying over. If you no. add up all of our predictions, they probably make no sense whatsoever. I <laughs> know. <Right. laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Buffal. Okay, starts 
Eight. Under. Um, yeah, probably under as well. This is just Premier League, I'm going to say. So, because you, you potentially could start more more cup games if we have a bit more of a run. Gineppo is sort of preferred, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go under as well. I think it'll take an injury or a serious drop in form in Armstrong or Redmond for Buffal to get a, a significant starting role. Right, but do you uh, see him? Do you, do you see him on the bench a lot? Do you see him coming on? Um, I can see him coming on late, but he doesn't like like we said. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to be the first choice off the bench oftentimes, and I'm not sure he really did enough in those appearances to really warrant a starting spot. So uh, he may, like you said, show up in the cup game, uh, mm. which I'd be happy with, but he's not going to be happy fulfilling that role the rest of his career. So um, unless he does something, which he does seem to at least get along with Ralph, which is, which is good because, uh, you know, we saw him kind of go out on loan before and, and uh, you know, I kind of thought he was done at that point, but I, I'm happy to see him come back. But I He just, seems to uh, have the right attitude, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, which is not something we would have said when he first came. He didn't seem like like that kind of player, and uh, I think that sounds terrible coming out of out of my mouth. But um, you know, I'm happy to have him there, and I hope I hope he does kick on. And if he does come off off the bench and do well, then maybe he does start. But I think Redmond's got that side kind of locked down, and, and Armstrong on the other as well. Those two led the team in uh, assists. For, not that they were a lot, like four and three, uh, and then Jack Stevens and Ward Prowse were tied with with Armstrong with three, but. Uh, which is just absolutely ridiculous, but uh, you know that that that, that those, those are the stats. We can't really argue with them. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> that's going to that's going to impact my uh, my predictions for the rest of the season for sure. Um, right now we're going to go into the real predictions. Then Matt, these are the ones that I am going to keep a note of, just so I can uh, yeah remind you of it. Uh, okay. In the season, so where are Saints finishing this season? Ninth. Ooh. Got to get inside the top ten. Wasn't expecting that. Where did, where did you think I was going to go? Bottom half for sure. Oh, no, no, I think I think slight improvement, right? Like slight improvement, and then, but I also have a hard time like thinking how much better than that can we do, right? Right? Like, like you start looking at the teams who are who are spending big money, and and you look at the top of the table, and it's getting kind of crowded, and I just wonder uh, what's going to happen. But I don't. I, I think teams like Sheffield United might. Struggle. stumble a little mm-hmm. bit and I drop a little bit. They were not playing well towards the end of last season. Um, I, I don't know. That's that's kind of where I'm at, I think. Yeah, everyone's got a shout for that top half, though. Everyone feels that they are progressing, surely. Yeah. You know, Everton yeah. are going to feel like they're so much better than us. Yeah, I guess ask me again in December. We'll see. Uh, hopefully we're in a better spot than last year. Okay, I'll put it down. Ninth, that's good. I'll take that. I'll definitely take that. Kevin, here we go then. This is counting for our contest. Where are okay. sites finishing? <laughs> Put me down for a ninth as well, because that's what I've got written down here. Oh, fucking hell. Now I feel really bad. Why? Because I'm, I'm going 15th. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying into the hype. I'm not. Hmm. I, I mean, I know I shouldn't be saying this, but I listen to some Saints fans on Twitter, and I just think, pull your fucking head out your ass. We're not going to be challenging for Europa. It's not going to happen. I don't think we're going to do it. But that Again, happens every season. I know, but I don't know where they're getting the... I honestly don't know where the confidence comes from. I don't get it. Honestly. And I I just feel like the the midfield's going to hinder us. Uh, The games are going to pile up as well, as you say, if we we do have a cup run. I just think it's going to be much like last season. Look how how, uh, excited I was for last season, and we went and lost 3-0 to Burnley on opening game. 
right back down. That's exactly what was going to happen. I'm not saying we're going to go and lose 3-0 to Palace, but I'm just, I, I, I just don't see us get being any better. It's always going to be a bad start. We should have got more out of this. If only we'd have got that. And then it's second half of the season, they start playing, they start playing like they should be playing. If they were playing to their full potential like they were towards the end of our season, then yes, I'd take 8th, 9th. I just don't think, I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to go 15th. I, I would say that the only reason that I feel that I guess that I feel like we have a chance to go top top half of the table is, and I'm not I, I don't think we're necessarily going to challenge for Europa League places. I just do want to throw that out there. But um, yeah, I was I wasn't this, implying you were, by the way. No 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 I know that I know that. <laughs> um, but I think this is the first time we've gone into a season having uh, you know with a manager that I think we're all confident in with mm. a the system that is in place with the you know we've improved the defense uh, you know at least a little bit and solidified it um and i think even when we went in with hughes having carried over uh, after after the you know the swansea game essentially uh getting him that that uh, extension um i don't think very many fans were were totally happy about it and i don't think the players were on board and i don't think there was a, a clear picture and idea of everybody kind of going in the same direction and i just think the club this this season has that going forward if if anything makes me feel good it's that everybody seems to be on the same page uh, except for LD Sports, which are not out of the picture. But uh, uh, going forward, like we're all, we all seem to be doing that. So I, I think that's, I think that's where my confidence comes from. Not necessarily that we've we've made all the right moves in terms of, of improving the midfield and things like that. But I just think we're all the, the game plan's not changing. The the system isn't changing, and so I think that will allow uh, the guys to 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 kick on faster than in previous seasons. And my I'm, my fingers crossed, knock on wood, all that stuff. Like that that's that's why I feel the way I do. Oh Matt, I hope you're right. I really do. It sounds good when you say it. I mean, otherwise, it'll, seven a.m. drinking is like not something I really want to like tell the kids to do. But like that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> but you might might be happy, might have to do that. Start doing that just to to get through the matches. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Hot well days. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, this one's probably. Yeah, this is an easy one. I, I'm not sure anyone's going to go anywhere anything different. But top scorer. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's as easy as you're, as you're saying. Um, I think it's going to be a lot tighter. I don't think that Ings is going to um, score as high a proportion of our goals. Right. So I'll, I'll put you down for Vestergaard then, Ken. Uh, Vestergaard. Um, <laughs> stick me, stick me in for Fraser Forster. Um, <laughs> no, I still think it's going to be Ings our top scorer. But I think, um, yeah, Adams. I reckon he'll have a a good season. Um, hopefully, just as I predicted, Redmond's going to score a few as well. Um, yeah, more goals from midfield. I'd like to see that. But I think I, I think it's going to have to be Ings. Yeah, I, yeah. that's that's the safe bet. Uh, not that it'll come true, but I think it, it, mm. if, if it's not, we're we may be in trouble because I don't know. Where I don't know it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got Ings. I can't. I'm not going with anybody else. It's no brainer for me. Um, champions. No, I'm going to go City again. I, I mean, I, I may have had the discussion with you, Kev, that I, since the restart, Liverpool haven't been great, have they? They weren't. I know they didn't have to do much. The league was already, you know, pretty much sewn up. But I don't know. They didn't look great against Arsenal in the Community Shield. Not like they, they, they should have been. I know it's only, a, you know, it's a, it's a pre-season really, but I just don't think Liverpool are going to be able to do what they did for the last two seasons. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Man City. Okay, I mean I'd agree with you that Liverpool aren't gonna do 
um, what they what they've done for the last two seasons. You know, I've been getting sort of ninety plus um, points. But um, yeah, just to make it interesting, because it is just between those two, I'm going to go Liverpool. Okay, incidentally, if you had gone first, would you have still gone Liverpool? Probably, yeah. Okay. Matt, who's going to win the league? I don't want to say Liverpool, so City. Oh. All right. <laughs> nice. Um, right, okay, so top four. So I'll go City, Liverpool. I think that's definitely there. Chelsea and... West Ham? Like yeah, Ke- Kev had West Ham in the top five last year, I think, or something stupid like that. They could have gone down in the, like, like two weeks before the end of the season. You know, I, I think Arsenal miss out again. I think I think it's probably going to be United, which I hate to say that, but... Um, Matt, Matt, me and you have gone exactly the same four. Okay, all right, all right. City, I Liverpool, well. Chelsea, United. You haven't. You said yeah. Liverpool were going to win the league. Oh, you said City, Chelsea, United and no. Arsenal. No, we, me, me and Matt are going City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United. In that order. Okay. Um, yeah, I've gone Liverpool, City, Chelsea, United. So. Oh, okay. So just the top one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top two. Okay. Yeah. Don't see Leicester um, squeezing in there this time. No. Um, all right. Uh, Champions League. I'm going to go Paris Saint-Germain. Ah, I wanted to say Paris Saint-Germain again. Well, you, you know, you still can, don't you? I still can. I can I still, of course I can. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what to say now. Can Bayern Munich do it again? They can. They can. I mean, can even reinvent Barcelona? My, um, I was thinking about it. I had this, this is the last one that I put, because I thought this is going to depend where Messi ends up, right? This is going to be yeah. massive. Because he's going to change the system for everything, everyone apart from Barcelona. So I was like, if if if, if Messi goes to to City, City are going to win the Champions League. But now I, I, it's clear he's staying at, at Barcelona. He has to stay at Barcelona. Nothing changes there for me. And Paris Saint Germain, I think they probably have got the better side, including Bayern Munich. I think they'll better manage. That's all. I don't I don't want to see PSG do it. Um... I'm not going to say they're definitely not going to win it because that means they'll do it. Uh, so I, I also don't think city are going to do it. Um, but I'm so, I don't know. It's, I was going to say, it's definitely not going to be Barcelona. Uh, they're a disaster, but, um, we know how that goes. So I, I'm going to say this is the least confident I've been in any of these, which is ridiculous, but I'm going to say city, um, uh, because I think Pep, Pep's got to do it, right? Like that's that's why he's yeah, there. This is what we've and, been saying for years now. It's just like they're, they're, I mean, I, they still have holes. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you spend all that money and still have holes in the team like that, but they do. And so we'll we'll see. But I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say City. It's got to be in that scene. It's got to. Right, so it. Bayern are defending their title. That's what I've decided. Oh, okay. Who gets relegated from the Premier League? Charlie Austin. <laughs> <laughs> just the rest of West Bronx to stay up. <laughs> just put put the boiler on up front. It'll be, it'll be about the same amount of movement. Uh, yeah. Okay, Kev, I've got bottom of the league, I've got West Brom. Okay. 19th, I've got mm-hmm. just for love. Um, and 18th, I've got Brighton. Hmm. I don't like Brighton. I mean, does any, would anybody really miss them? <laughs> Not really, no. It's a nice ground. It's a good away day. <laughs> well, that means they're going to stay up. <laughs> well, well, no, but if you're touching at straws. But, yeah, I mean, they're not an exciting team to watch, really, are they? They haven't got any nah. sort of outstanding players that you think might 
Mm. That's going to keep him in the league. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't feel him at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got very. Similar. I mean, I've put Fulham bottom. Oh, West Brom nineteenth. And I can't decide between um, Villa and Brighton. Oh, you got Brighton as well. Okay. Um, but can I give a little caveat? If 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 Grealish stays, I'll go Brighton. If he goes, uh, Villa are down. Mm. Can you handle that? No. Or is that it's not no. allowed? No, I don't think that's allowed. I don't think that should be allowed. <sighs> that's a, right. it's, it's an interesting one though. I I do I do see where you're coming from. Because we, yeah. I mean, Gre- Grealish could single-handedly keep that side out. Pretty much, like the whole team is sort of built around him, and if and if he goes, then yeah, I, I don't think they've got a very good chance of staying up. A bit like if if Ings left Saints, that would be <laughs> we'd be having a different conversation now. But yeah, I, I'm. I'm Kelsey, yeah. Um. No, oh, all right, then Villa just to be different. I mean. Uh, West Brom. That's seriously this time. Um. <laughs> I think I think Fulham. I, I don't want to. See, sorry, Harrison Reed. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Uh, but I, I think Fulham are also going to go. And then I, I'm also stuck. I'm not sure if Villa's going to be there, if Brighton's going to be there. Um, for some reason, I don't particularly want Newcastle to do well. Uh, I don't know what they've done in the transfer window. I, like I said, it's it's probably not great like podcast hosting to like not pay attention to the transfer <laughs> window at all. Um, I'll I'll I'll, re- I'll recognize who's out there. I'll realize who's out there when the, they announce the team sheets when the season starts. <laughs> um, but it's I mean it's probably not going to be them. Even though I, I wouldn't mind seeing them, it's probably going to be it's probably going to be Villa. And I mean they barely stayed up last year. I I even think if Grealish stays, I'm not sure he can do it alone this time. Like mm. you you can get lucky a couple of times, but we've we've seen what happens when uh, I don't know I. I'm going to say Villa, just I'm saying it because Brighton, I, I hear Brighton's nice and like, let them stay. As long as they don't have a green kit, I'll be fine. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The long and winding road. Hurst Park. Hey Matt, thanks for joining us today. Um, firstly, can you give us a short introduction to Palace's pre-season, you know, how the preparations are going and, and any significant signings that you've made? Hi guys, thanks for having me on. So a bit about our pre-season so far, 3-3 three for three currently, wins against Oxford, Charlton and Millwall. Um, obviously not the highest calibre of opposition, especially when it comes to Charlton and Millwall. Games you'd expect us to win really. Um, haven't been playing too badly. Two against Oxford, three against Charlton, and just the one one goal against Millwall. But uh, yeah, no no complaints really. Obviously, pre-season is for the manager to kind of work out best best eleven before the season starts and, and get some new ideas in there. We've got a game against Bromby coming up this Saturday, which should be more of a challenge. Um, so it'll be good to see how we do against them. In terms of signings, there's been a real shift in terms of kind of transfer strategy for Palace this summer. Um, a very welcomed one at that um, from all in the fan base. We've started directing our interest to more younger players um, from the championship and, and possibly even below rather than focusing on Premier League experience, which in the past has resulted in us having the 
oldest on average squad in the Premier League, I believe. We've got a lot of players in the final years of contract now. Um, so to be shifting towards future um, is, is very welcome um, from me and all Palace fans. Recent signings include Nathan Ferguson from West Brom, one that I think is we've been looking at for a while. He's a fullback, probably looking to challenge Joel Ward for the right-back position. Um, but from what I understand, he's not f- fully fit for the season yet. Um, so it might be a, a, a month or so until we can until we can see him in action. More recently, Eze from QPR, um, a very welcome addition. Uh, someone apparently we've been looking at for a while. Flair player, up there with goals and assists. One of the best players in the Championship last season. Um, definitely the sort of player we want to be targeting. The sort of player Palace fans want to see. Linked up very well in the first 45 minutes um, against Charlton with Zaha. A relationship that obviously we're not sure how long will last or how much we'll see of in the future with Zaha being constantly linked with moves away but very exciting unfortunately I think he picked up a bit of a knock or a groin strain possibly um, at half time against Charlton so he he's recently pulled out of the England under 21 setup so whether he'll be fit enough to feature against Southampton yet to be seen so we took four points from you last season uh, the 1-1 draw around Christmas time and back in January a 2-0 win for Saints at Selhurst Park um, but how do you see this game going? We we struggle to score, and we we're yet to kind of look at getting a goal scorer in. Always the hardest position to fill, and as it's been widely kind of publicised since Benteke's first season, where he's where he managed 17 goals, he's yet to replicate anything near that kind of form. Um, Jordan Ayew picks him, pick, picks up with uh, vital goals here and there, enough to keep us up last season. Some very vital goals, but yeah, we need we need someone with with consistent consistent 15-20 goals a season um, so I think we're going to be struggling struggle to score against you guys whereas I think Southampton are quite free scoring so I'm uh, I'm struggling to see us getting anything from the game to be fair uh, Can we get a predicted Crystal Palace starting 11? Sente Guaita in goal Joel Ward at right back centre-halves of Scott Dan and Cheku Koyate and the young lad from our academy Tyrick Mitchell at left back midfield four of James MacArthur Max Meyer, Jairo Riedewald and Jordan Ayew operating out wide. And I expect to see Zaha and Jeff Schlupp up front. The score prediction then, how are you seeing this one? As I've mentioned, you've you've got kind of creativity and goal scoring. Um, Ford Prowse, Danny Ings, etc. Um, whilst we've been struggling to score in the league for a while now. Um, so I'm going to go with a, with a 3-1 Saints win. So if you could pick just one Saints player to have in your current Palace setup. Who are you taking and why? Be the obvious answer of Danny Ings. Um, as mentioned, we we lack that real uh, goal scoring centre forward, and he would be ideal um, for almost any any Premier League club. Um, so yeah, it's the sort of player I'd love to have for Palace. Now the Moscow Mush loves a fan chant, and he's always eager to hear away fans and what their favourite chants to sing at their grounds are. But um, what's your favourite? chant that you like to hear at Salas Park. We're lucky to have the the ultras at Palace, the home cell fanatics who are very creative, um, coming up with original chants. We're not normally ones for insert player name here to this popular tune um, as seems to be done around the country. We've got a great song called When I Was a Young Boy, um, which I'm not going to sing, but I'm sure you can find on YouTube. I think it's one that's unique to Palace, one that really gets the crowd going. So uh, yeah, I'll go for that. Now, every away fan that we get on, we ask them a, well, a silly question. Uh, we've decided to change it up this season and you're the first one to trial this. So, um, yeah, a bit of a cheeky one, but would you rather have a Crystal Palace tattoo on your forehead or a Brighton and Hove Albion tattoo on your ass? Um, I mean, 
it's a very tough question. A Palace one may be easily hidden under the fringe, um, but whilst it'd be horrible to have anything Brighton related on my body, um, it would have to be the Brighton tattoo on my arse, as long as we can keep it as small as possible. Matt, thanks very much for joining us today and answering all our questions. Uh, good luck for the rest of the season, just not in this game. Right, Salas Park. Attendance, Kev. Go on, have a guess, have a stab. What's the attendance at Salas Park? Well, it's probably going to be about 30 for the weekend, isn't it? I mean, what, what it holds. Not what it oh, holds. right, OK. <laughs> Say the fans aren't allowed, didn't you? Um, <laughs> it's a bit smaller, isn't it, than ours? Um, 20... 26? Yeah, 25.4. Okay. Close, close, close. Um, Sounds good. Okay, so I have three famous Crystal Palace fans in front of me. I mean, on screen, obviously, not in person. Um, can, <laughs> can you name me one of them? And it has to be one of these. Matt, you can join in as well, if you like. I... <laughs> famous Crystal Palace fans. Crystal well, Ed, Ed Yezard was on the um, board of directors. Well, I don't know if he's still there. Is he one of them? But you, you'd assume he'd be a Crystal Palace fan, right? I could not be. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he is. Yes, Eddie Izzard is one of my three. Okay. Well done. Uh, the other two, I got, I got Neil Morrissey and I got Nigel Farage because I know that, oh, that, that would, that would have pleased you. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, do you know what? When I was getting ready for that, oh, I, I, I discovered, right, that Pope John Paul II was, in fact, a palace fan. <laughs> I thought, that can't be right. That, that's How's not that right. Like? I don't know. I, I just can't imagine seeing him strutting through the streets of Croydon with his robes, blessing the locals. I don't know. But, yeah. The only one I had was Rebecca Lowe, and she didn't make your list. No, no, she did not. Who's that? She is the host. She's the anchor of the RTV coverage of the Premier League here in the United States on NBC. Um, and she's fantastic. Um, she's great. I love her. Didn't she work? She worked for Satanta, I think, when that channel launched, Kev. Oh, it's... Oh, the, the Irish one or the British one? No, the, the, the British one. She worked for the BBC as well, I think, at one point, And then she went to Satanta. That went. And then I think she went to, I don't know, ESPN or something, wasn't it? And then whatever. What's she do, what does she do now, Matt? Um, NBC, did you say? Yeah, she's the she's the anchor for NBC. So she's oh, okay. she's got all the Premier League coverage um, on NBC. So every Saturday and Sunday, most midweeks, all of it, she's she's there doing it all uh, live all day. And she's um, she does a great job of, of, of just keeping us all, like, tying it all together and keeping the uh she's got a number of of, of other kind of males that are around the the table and she does a good job of keeping them on track and kind of really she knows her stuff and i, I like her a lot back to pope john paul ii mike maybe he's a palace fan just because they play in the same colors as Viswa krakow oh okay yeah maybe that could make sense but that's a weird one isn't it <laughs> yeah i thought that was i thought no that, I, that, that, that's not right surely Okay, right. I'm going to do the same thing for uh, played for both. So I got three Saints Palace former or current. We just have to name one. Yeah, just oh, no. You can name all three. Go for it. Just <laughs> uh, about all three. Um, okay. Jason Punchin, he went to Palace, didn't he? Yes, he's one of mine. Okay. And um, yeah, Maka, he, he played for Palace. Yes, right. Well, that's the one. He's current, so yeah, he's there. Well done, Kev. My knowledge pretty much ends there, I think. I, I had a punch and that's it. That's all I had. Punch and, and Maka. What uh, about yeah. Jose Font? Oh, that's right. Mm, that was my three. But yeah, you got two of the three. 
So, well, oh, okay. Uh, Titan 3 ain't bad. Mm. People are going to be mad we didn't know that one, because that's, that's kind of a big one. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. I've just got your message. No fucking way. You're kidding me. Have you seen the draw? <laughs> you're, fucking, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. amazing. There you go. What? 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 That is weird. That's really. Although I did say the FA Cup, but that's pretty spooky, right? Out of all the, what are the odds? That's weird. That's freaks me out. I have to. Well, at least we know we're going to win, right? So great. What was the score again? <laughs> I can't, can't remember that. I just remember jumping up and down and celebrating because we've actually got to the fourth round. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Matt, this is probably the hardest season to predict because, like, the, the lack of preseason and stuff. Like, there's not a lot to go on. You know, we're, we're beginning again. There's no form guide, I guess. Um, so, so how do we go about preparing for Palace? Because, you know, they've not made a big splash in the transfer market either. They've, I got that Eze from QPR for about 16 million quid, and that's about it. Um, and we'll be chatting to our, our Crystal Palace fan in a bit in regards to, you know, their preparations, etc. But I guess the only thing we can go on is their form from last season. Um, and they finished 14th. And in both meetings last year, it was a 1-1 draw, which me and you went to, Kev. That yeah. Around, around Christmas. Uh, and a 2-0 win at Selhurst Park. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's clear to say that they, they have problems scoring goals. They haven't got a natural goal scorer. Um, but they can be quite tricky to break down at times. But, but yeah, Matt, how do you see this one playing out? Well, I mean, their kind of return to the Premier League uh, play after the coronavirus restart was kind of the opposite of ours. They, they, they seem to struggle quite a bit. Um, and I want to say, you know, Wilfred Zaha didn't have a great year and maybe you would expect him to do better uh, this season, but I, I think he they could are. He could still be leaving. He could still be leaving. He wants to go. I think he made that clear last season, didn't he? Yeah, but he, he left before and he didn't do anything then. Um, <laughs> Some, there was some Crystal Palace fan yesterday on there about James Ward Palace scuffing the penalty spots. The best thing he's ever he's done all season or whatever. The only thing he did all game. It's like, dude, that guy's just bitter. Um, and yeah. and and I I I don't know. But Palace doesn't doesn't fill me with a bunch of confidence in terms of uh, I I think they can frustrate teams like you said, and I think sometimes they can be surprising. But you just look at that team and it doesn't really I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't scare me that much. Um, which replay this next Sunday and you will hate me. <laughs> um, but I, I think you, you, you do the things you, you lock down against, against Zaha. You, you make sure that the, you can, you have a little bit of coverage over there to double them up. And then you kind of just press the midfield. And I think you force them to go along and just make sure you win those headers. And I think we'll be fine. Um, that's easier said than done. And I'm sure that will uh, <laughs> come back to bite me, but um, if you look at their run in last se- last season, it was just loss, 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 loss. It seemed like uh, I think they got a draw to end the to end the season, but um, they they kind of limped across the finish line, whereas we finished strongly. And with only such a short break in between now and then, or then and now, I guess uh, I think we'll I think we'll be all right. Yeah, and and Kev, I mean, if you look at the well, the last eight visits I'm looking at here, let's Salhurst Park. It's it's win, 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 loss, loss, win, win, win. You know, more than handy, six wins and two losses, you know, and it's not a fixture that we tend to draw. So you, on top of what Matt just said, Kev, how are you, how confident are you feeling? I, I don't know. I think it, it's a fixture that we clearly should win, that we have won in the past. Um, they're not a difficult um, team to beat. Uh, but yeah, like Matt said, they do seem to, to frustrate teams. I think when we played them at home, 
we were just tired, weren't we? We, we should have um, really had them finished off. But I don't know, there's something about the first match being against them away. If it had been the second or third one, uh, would made you maybe have been a lot more confident. But the, I don't know, there's something about it that says to me we're not going to get a win. Really? Mm. Well, okay then. We'll, we'll, we'll go into into predictions now. What's the score going to be? Two one Saints. Okay, I'll take that too. Um, I, ever since I saw that mock up of our Instagram post, I've I, <laughs> I'm just um, <laughs> attached to the scoreline. Oh, one one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say one one. I mean, Christ knows who's who's going to score their goal. It could be an own goal from like yeah, but um, yeah. Nice. Not saying not saying we can't do it, but they're just something in the air. I think is going to get in the way we never we never win our opening picks to do it's true never. it's very true never. It's, okay it's well, not burnley this year no uh i think uh, the last one i remember us winning the first day of the season i was with my brother who couldn't care less about football and we watched it in the pub and uh, i think ricky lambert scored a penalty and we won one nil against west brom if my memory serves me correctly mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't an exciting affair no, no, it, and it's it, it, the players are still getting back to fitness as well, aren't they? Getting back to proper match day fitness. Um, yesterday yeah. would have helped to the internationals and stuff. But um, I think looking at what what they, you know, as Matt said, how they ended out last season and and their lack of business, I say lack of business, sixteen million pounds, quite a lot of money to spend on on a, on a single player for Crystal Palace. But looking at our record at Salhurst Park as well, I'm going to go a nice, comfortable. 1-0 Saints win. How's that? Okay. How is that comfortable? I mean, I'm just saying, is it, I'm not not the result as much as comfortable, but the way that we play, I think it's going to be comfortable. Okay. So is this sort of a question of, you know, when we score? They're, they're not, yeah, yeah. They're not going to be causing us any problems. As Matt had said, they don't, there's nothing really to be scared of, apart, from, the, apart from Zaha. Because I I as I said in the build-up, there's not a natural goal scorer for them. Of course, that means that Benteke is going to come on and score an overhead kick or something, doesn't it? Well, <laughs> Christian Benteke, jeez. <laughs> um, we've got a new new kit this season. I mean, as long as the shorts have pockets, I think um, Zaha wouldn't be a problem with the uh, <laughs> uh, pitch. Um, Matt, um, I think that's about it. This has been a pleasure, guys. I uh, I hope I've contributed adequately. Yes, um, definitely. Especially with that with that sure. message you sent me about Brentford. That's made my day. That's brilliant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how it all goes. I mean, I was I was I guess secretly hoping they were going to come up, and I'm not sure if it was a <laughs> it needs to be a secret, but I was kind of hoping just that they would do it. But you know, oh well. And it'll be it'll be interesting. And I can't tell I can't read the room on Twitter very well to see if people are happy or not. But um, people seem to think it'll be tough, but also they're mm. upset we won't be able to to to, to see it. You know, mm. to be there. Uh, but we'll. You know, whatever, but uh, I, I just want to say I wish wish you guys the best over the, the course of the season. Um, we'll have to get you to come over on the show at some point and, uh, and just chat about a game and, and see how things are going and, and check in and see how, how poorly my predictions are, are, are shaping up. <laughs> that would be great. Love to have you on, yeah. Oh, so, actually, actually, <laughs> you know what? Before we let you go, you know we always have a question that we ask our, our guests. Oh, okay. Uh, and say we, we've our haunted house and, and messy crouch question has now been replaced. We have one new question and we could try it out on you. Okay. So would you rather have uh, a saint's tattoo on your head or a Pompey tattoo on your ass? What part of my head? 
Forehead. It's got to be right Just in the middle of the forehead. forehead. <laughs> Most visible part. Yeah. Well, I, I shaved my head, so like I, I could go back of the head. Like either way, this is not like this is this go. I told my kids, you can get a tattoo anywhere you want, just not your neck or your face. Like don't be an idiot. Um, but I can't get a forehead <laughs> tattoo, so it's got to be a Saints tattoo in my head without without oh. really much without really much question. Um, I I uh, am I going to regret it? Only if they misspell Saints. You know, only when they change the crest, yeah. Uh, but, like, I'll be fine until then. Do you know, I asked my 10-year-old son this question, right? And I'm not joking. This is exactly what he said. Without even thinking, he said, he'll have the Pompey one because it proves that they're total asses. Oh, hey. <laughs> I was like, nice one, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just, just fist pound and move on with your life because that's, that's the answer, I guess. Um, I, had to, I had to go for the Pompey one, I'm afraid. Because no one's going to see that, right? Oh, you're hoping somebody's going to see it at some point, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm 35, but I still tend to moon people quite often. So <laughs> <laughs> Certainly would not be doing it then. Um, Kev, what about you? What would you do? Um, I think I'd have to bite the bullet and go for the, yeah, the, for the um, Pompey tattoo on the batty. <laughs> okay. I, 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 love my, I love my club, but... You know, not that much. Um, I don't yeah. have any tattoos, and I don't have any plans for any tattoos. Um, but yeah, definitely not on the face. Not on the forehead, no. And, okay. Yeah. I mean, in Polish, they, you can say, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I have, I have you in my ass. <laughs> that's that's something completely. That, that sounds completely different. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that that's been pretty much my, like what your son said. Um, yeah. <laughs> to the okay. Right, yeah, Matt. Thanks again. Thanks for joining us, and th- again, getting up so early for us. I mean, it's 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 no. just me and Kevin. It's no, it's just not pleasure. worth it. My pleasure. No, it's totally worth it. This is <laughs> this is why this is why we do it. This is this is the whole the whole thing is that we can get together and 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 chat. And you know, I only know you you two because of of the team and because of the shows. And that's this is the whole the whole reason behind it. So if I don't get up early for this, I shouldn't get up early for. I would say anything because sometimes there are things worth getting out for, but this is definitely one of them. So thanks, oh. thanks for having me, and uh, I hope you guys have a, a great week and, and good luck this season. And uh, we'll we'll you get see. you on the other side and uh, you know, do the reverse the reverse fixture, I guess. Excellent. Yeah, way end. Yeah, yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure, Matt, as always. Um, yeah, good luck for the best of the season, and uh, yeah, keep marching on. Yeah, hopefully I don't uh, hopefully I don't waste all the good takes uh, for you guys. On, uh, I'll, when I talk, talk to Lizzie on my show, I'll just be completely drained. Uh, but but um, anyway, all right, yes. I'll, 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 I'll get off of you. I'll get out of your hair. I'll talk to you guys later. Cool. Cheers, Matt. All right. Cheers, mate. Hi, I'm Matt Letizia, and thank you for listening to In That Number. Okay, extra time segments then, Kevin. Um, Next week, by the way, we're going to be joined by a new signing of ours, Tim Bysance. Tim is going to be joining us on a regular basis um, from next week. Uh, that should be good. That should be good. I'm looking forward to that. Um, okay. Yes, and our Discord. It's, we've got. We've recently started this Discord channel. It's a, it's a, it's a chat room. If you don't know, um, all the listeners of the show, so all, all two of them, uh, are on there. Um, if you fancy joining, give us a message or something and say you fancy coming on, and you know. Yeah, come and chat to us. It doesn't have to be about football. It can be about anything you want. But, yeah, just um, yeah, come and join. There's more than two of us there. I think we're having quite a, a good uh, time there, actually. It's uh, some quite enjoyable discussions, just uh, 
general talking shit and um, yeah, updates about different Saints-related topics and exactly. some American sports that I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But come, come and join anyway. Um, and Super Six is now fully operational. Um, if you would like to join our league, the 2020-2021 in that number, Super Six League, the code is WZMNX8. That's WZMNX8. And fantasy football. Uh, Kev, that's all set and ready to go, isn't it? Yes. Um, we'll obviously stick a link up um, in the show notes so that you can uh, join on in. But yeah, we, our league is ra- rather large already, if I do say so myself. That's what she I, said. That's <laughs> what your mum said. Um, <laughs> it's also on our Instagram as well. So if you need the codes for them at any point, go onto our Instagram. You've got the Fantasy Football one and the Super Six one on there. Yes. But yeah, the code is for the fantasy football is HXELBX. HXELBX. So yeah, please join and uh, come and beat me. So I, I want to start this season uh, by setting a president and a, a president? A president. A president. <laughs> setting a precedent. Can I be the president? Um, you can be the president and I'll set the precedent. Um, yeah, I, I want us to commit to more chance this season. So I'm going to challenge you, um, give you a, a little bit of a head start. We've only got one new signing, really, and that's Mohamed Ali. So, so, of course, we're going to need, he's going to need a new chance. So, yeah, why don't we do that next week? Okay. Yeah, Mohamed can Salisa, you handle it? Yeah. Um, I think so. I hope so. Yeah, I, I'll give it a go. Okay. Uh, Kevin, Russian phrase this week. Do okay. You, do you have one? Yes, so we decided to go with the open season theme, right? Mm. Okay, so just for that, um, that particular... Um, have you seen it, by the way? Uh, possibly. Long time ago. I can't remember. If I did, it didn't leave a massive impact. It's, it's all right. The end was love it, though. Um, so I definitely have watched it in Russian, and in Russian it's called... Um, it's called Hunt Season. Yeah, Season Achov. Season Achov. Did you say hunt? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It is hunt season. Hunt. So yeah, hunt is a, a hota. A hota. Yeah, so season a hota is the Season a hota. Season a hota. Yeah. The season of the hunt. And there you are. And we're, we're in the hunt for some points, right? Yeah. We are indeed. Crystal uh, <laughs> Palace next week. Palace, yeah. Yes, and then we've got fucking Brentford. I can't believe the premonition came true. That is weird, isn't it? That's really fucking weird. That's freaked me out. You could have a career there. So if you combine that with, um, you know, sports betting predictions. Yeah. Oh, I could be like that, you know, that octopus in the World Cup. Was it the octopus? Yeah, Paul the octopus. That's the one, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay, right. Anyway, thanks to Matt Markstone for his early shift with us um and of course our away fan matt swallow for giving us all the information on crystal palace um and yeah so we look forward to next week to actually previewing some or reviewing some actual football um and as i say we've got um tim tim coming on to join us so yeah look forward to that one so until then up the saints up the saints bang and the pod is done
Social Podcast Network.